0: It's time for NBA at Home with the Boys. Settle in and enjoy the chat. NBA at
1: Home with the Boys. First episode for the 2019-20 season. Let me introduce the boys for today's cast. We've got uh, Marjit the Dr. Page. Yo, yo. Ryan Midrange Wiggins. What's going on and uh, myself Ash Aquaman obviously we are missing big scars Superman he's uh, a bit crook at the moment I believe and he's uh he's down in seq southeast queensland so uh, he's a bit busy tied up somewhere else but anyway boys, how are we kicking off the new season
2: yeah bro look uh boys I'm pretty good um, and just for the record for our view- viewers uh, um big plenty um, Sookie Skazi is not sick. I think he's at the movies. Um, so he chose movies over <laughs> us, and then <better> cinemas <laughs> over the homeboys. So shout <laughs> out to um, their commitment there, uh, Skazi. Uh, you love him. We
1: love him. We love him. Anyway, what do we got, boys? What are we, what are, what's one of our topics, money? Let's kick us off, bro. Kick us off. Kick our new season off, our new pod well, season look. off.
2: I have to admit, it's been such a big off-season. I actually don't even know where to start. You know, when you just get to the the, the exam time and then you, you, your brain is fried. You know, you just have to try to focus your best you can, hold your nerves. And um, already we've had multiple, multiple games. I'm trying to keep up with them, but there's too many now. Um, but I guess, look, for the first chat that we're having, I just want to know top four for East and West. I think the viewers deserve to... To, to know what we're thinking and who we're thinking going to be there um, by the end of the season, and I just want to make sure that they're transparency and actually accountable.
1: Okay, all right, we'll I'll kick it
2: off. accountable. love
1: it. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off. All right, so top four in uh, my West uh, on the list is definitely Lakers and Clippers. Um, I'm going to put Portland in there, and I'm also going to. Put the Houston Rockets. Um, as much as I've heard a lot of hype about the Nuggets, uh, they just don't have a superstar, really, a really good superstar. I know they got uh, the Joker, but I just don't really see the Nuggets. I actually seen the other day, boys, that um, ESPN and all those other outfits over in the States have put the Nuggets being number one out the West. And I thought, whew, that is a big gamble. Mm, uh, ding, ding. Interesting. Very interesting, though, because... Yeah, anyway, I've seen it. Uh, I think Clippers and Lakers were sitting uh, third and second or third and fourth um, from memory. But anyway, look, Nuggets to be in the top. That's a good prediction. Anyway, in the way, in the East, I'm going to go uh, Philly and Celtics. Um, one or two either either. Um, they'll come out. Uh, Milwaukee. Oh, there's... And I think I'm going to have to go... Who else is in that? I th- look, you, if, you Victor, think- if Victor comes back, if Victor Ladipo comes back, boys, and is, is pretty much takes a foot of where he left off, I'm going to have to put the paces in fourth.
2: I'm going to put the paces fourth. in there at, at well, fourth.
1: Yeah. That's the fourth, of
2: course.
1: I think my third to my first to third is a mumble jumble of of our Philly, Celtics, and uh, Milwaukee. Either or mm. either. Not, not specifically placed, but. I just think that fourth position will go
0: to the
2: Pacers. Mm, okay. Oui. interesting. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Cool.
0: So I think I think love like, I'm I'm probably pretty close to to Ash's predictions. Top four in the West. Um, I'll be a little specific though. Uh, so I've got thank Clippers. You, thank you. I think Clippers. <laughs> I think Clippers are gonna finish. They'll finish the year in first place. I don't really see. Like I know there were only there are only two games in, but they look. They look so good. They don't even have PG. Um, defensively, like Beverly's already talking smack, hustling. K.L.'s madman. I think I think they're just gonna they'll, they'll be number one in the West. Then I've got Rockets, then Jazz, then the Lakers. So that's my top four in the West. Rockets, I think. Um, you know, I was I was a little bit. I don't know whether to put them like right at the top of the West or right at the bottom of the West. I think they could either be amazing or completely explode. I don't think they're gonna land like in the middle. Like I don't see them finishing the year like sixth or anything like that. I think that they're either out of the eight or they're or they're like, you know, competing right at the top. Um, Jazz I think are the dark horse in the West and Lakers I think are stacked enough to, to make an impact this year and they'll do well in the playoffs. In the East, really similar to Ash again. I've got Bucks going number one. I think they've brought back you know their core again for the season. Um, the Greek Freak um, is you know is not to be messed with. I think that he's going to have another great season, and uh, I think the Bucks are dangerous. Boston, I think even though they didn't have a great showing against Philly in the first game, I think uh, with the changes they've made, they look they look good. I think they're probably a better team without Kyrie. Um, and uh, and then I've got Philly in third, Toronto in fourth.
2: Yeah, that's, no, not s- that's not bad, that's not bad. Oh, Toronto. You got Toronto four. Yeah, yeah man, I, I see. Another I, one I forgot about. Yeah,
0: see, look, look. but I agree, like, if uh, if Oladipo comes back and is playing well, I think that Indiana has a really good chance because they're scrappy. He's, I think he's underrated. But Toronto, I think Siakam's going to step up. I think he's going to have a really, really good season. And between him and Van Vliet, I think, like, they've got a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Because everyone's saying they can't do it without KL. Siakam's, I think, is, is a is a real talent, and um, we've seen that in the first couple of games already. So I think uh, I think Toronto could, you know, they'll be competing top four, I reckon.
2: Fair enough. Okay, boys. Milwaukee, Philadelphia. I'm gonna go Celtics, Atlanta. Thank you. Um, <laughs> move on to the West. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 could we... Uh... Just again, just, just Muddy? Um. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want me to stutter again? <laughs> I, got, I got Milwaukee, I got Philly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Gotcha. And then uh, Celtics, and then Atlanta. The Hawks. Well, the way, that's Atlanta Hawks. Oh, the um, Hawks? Ah. Yeah, look. If you want me to have a little feel about it, I can. But I just want to say, I think they are dark horse. I think they got a good, young and up and coming team uh, uh, players who just aren't scared to, to, you know, really give it all. And of um, course, they've already had one win. And I think I've been skiding them up over the off season to you guys, who you've been hammering me. But although only one game, they've never had a had an okay win. And uh, although it was against the Pistons, um, but Pistons yeah. made top eight last year, so we'll see how they go. Fair enough. Um, okay, West is West Look, Clippers, I can't go past the Clippers. Uh, no, no, sorry. Lakers, Clippers. I'm going to go, oh, gee, guess hard there. Look, I had GSW third, and I'm going to stick. I think Wiggs has changed just because he's seen uh, the first game and the, maybe the preseason game so he had him i think you had them at fourth at the at one stage week so yeah yeah man i have um and then look i will i will change and just put denver on fourth and then look mm-hmm. it's going to be a pretty tight race in the in the west so i think everyone's going to have a chance in the playoffs anyway
1: okay so boys let me just okay so we know we, we, we're we coming now to the era of the duos. Now we obviously talked about the Clips and I heard Wigs say there you know Clips are going to come out on top number 1 finish the season off number 1. And you yeah, they've they've had a great start to the season. But do you think they're going to have enough tank in the gas
0: for the back end of the season Wiggs? Yeah, look actually coming into the season I I was really worried about their depth. Um and I look again we're a couple of games in it's hard to, it's hard to say. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt but um I thought well, they were going to struggle with depth, but seeing them play against the Lakers I think really exposed the Lakers' lack of depth and really showed me that they had they've got some some scoring power, you know, off the bench. PG isn't there yet. If he, if he gets healthy and it stays healthy, he'll come, you know, he he'll, he'll really bring something. Um I think that they do. I I had doubts, you know, before the season started, but seeing them on the floor, they've got a really good combination of, you know, that transition between their starting five and their bench, I think, is is really, really good. They look really strong. So they've got good role players. Man, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about seeing how they go. What about you, Muddy? What are you, what did you, what are you seeing on that comment?
1: What I'm saying, Will they have enough tank, in the, uh, enough uh, fuel oh, in the tank at the end of the Rose. season?
2: In the back They're end. Professional. They're professionals. I mean, they do this um, day in, day out. Of course, they'll have enough. But again, like we've been discussing, you know, briefly is ceilings. And, look, I, I personally think Lakers got a higher feeling than the Clippers if they reach that potential. Um, but I think that Lakers are going to be a big of a roller coaster um, than the Clippers, and to beat the Clippers in a seven-game series, you're going to have to be really consistent. So, mm. overall, I think if Lakers can hit their straps, for example, Lakers, I'm talking about Lakers because they're other LA team, I think they actually can beat the Clippers, but they have to really improve. But if they if they do, uh, I think this is Lakers' um, rings, boys, for this year. But if they don't, I think Clippers are in a good chance to win it because what 60 to 18 was the bench, the Clippers bench versus yeah. the LA bench. I mean, yeah. that's 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 yeah. pretty significant. No matter how you yeah. want to look at it, that's yeah. that's significant.
1: I think I've been hearing like a lot of first game and uh, Clippers kind of took off where they left off last season and they've brought two guys in. So there's not much of a, of a new outfit for the Clips, whereas the Lakers have got a new outfit, new coaching staff, uh, new chemistry they've got to build on, which will come with games. But I just – I can't go past that height. Every time I see that height of mm. Davis, McGee, James, and they're just all there, I just go, wow, that is big. And when they can – they figure that out with Dwight Howard and all their other role players coming off. Once they can figure that out, boys – they could be very dangerous. But yet again, it comes with time. Uh, I didn't like LeBron James probably playing the point guard position. Uh, he didn't look comfortable. He wasn't looking for himself to score. He was more looking to involve the team, which kind of took away from his scoring. He only scored 18 points, which is quite low. And I don't think we normally see LeBron James score that low. Um, so, look, he's he's going up against the Jazz today. I think it's a good move to put Rondo in the starting lineup. Uh, especially against teams like the Clippers, uh, someone that can dribble the ball and put LeBron James back at the point forward. Um, and, yeah, boys, other than that, I, I think, like Muddy said, the ceiling for the Lakers is uh, a little bit higher than the Clippers. Um, I just, looking at Kawhi's minutes too. Also, those couple of games, and, if they, and I've been reading that they're not going to be really load management on Kawhi. Uh, I just don't know. I just don't know how that's... Um, if it's going to really hold up come the back end after he's just played a final series, so it'll be interesting. Look, look,
2: Wiggs, Ash, I don't know if you agree, but looking – okay, there's been a lot of talk about LeBron James and his body and he looks fantastic. You know, Dwight Howard and he looks fantastic. You know, even Steph Curry has slimmed down. He looks fit and ready to go. But when I saw Kawhi Leonard, I went, oh, this guy has been working also. And oh. even just his confidence now, like you can just see him. He, oh, I, I know, every time he dribbles the ball, it's just like he's just, he's just got it. He, it's a big mitt. He's, he's, he's never going to lose it. He's never going to miss. I don't know. Every time he gets the ball now, it's going back to that Jordan time. And look, I, I don't want to, I'm not saying he's, he's near Jordan, but you know, when Jordan used to get the ball and he used to go, he's going to do something. Yeah. I'm like that with Kawhi now, and I used to be like that with Kobe and LeBron. But obviously, there were periods there where you know he aged. But I'm like that with Kawhi now. Do do you yeah. guys agree?
0: I do, man. I I I I completely agree. And did you guys see that um that ad with uh with Arnie and uh you know where they they just like the whole Terminator thing with um with Kawhi and PG in the ad? They're at the gym. Have You seen that ad? No. Uh, uh, YouTube it after the pod, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's hilarious. But, like, you know, it's essentially saying, like, uh, there's like Arnie's there working out. He sees Kawhi at the gym. They start joking about, like, Arnie's like, ah, oh, it's good to see another Terminator. They have a bit of a laugh about it. But then, like, Sarah Connor rocks up and she's like, lucky, because, like, I'd have to kill you. They have a joke. KL walks away and his eyes kind of go red, like, he is a Terminator. He is a Terminator. I think like, it's the way I agree with you, Muddy. Like, the way he's his confidence and just his presence, he gets the yeah. ball. You're just like you're just waiting for it. He looks super focused, I think, is is kind of the thing too. He knows what he wants and he's going after it. I think he's this is his prime. And I think that he's he's the best player in the league right now. Um and I think yeah. I think, you know, we can talk about predictions for M V P and stuff like that maybe soon. Yeah, let's but let's, but, do, but, it. Um, let's do it. But easy, if you want me to easy kick easy that off. off, I think yeah. I think I think Kawhi is is likely to be this year's MVP. I think without the load management and all that kind of stuff, we're really going to see him go. And I think he's he's going to lead the Clippers to the number one spot. He's going to have great stats. And more than anything, he's just going to be focused and and just a madman. I think it's... I, I agree with you completely. It's, it's Jordan-esque. It really, really is. This is his time, his prime. Kobe had his. LeBron had his. Jordan had his. This is Kawhi's time now.
1: Yeah. Look... I still can't go past until, like a lot of people are saying, Father Time's catching up with LBJ, which could be true. We could see him halfway through the season, numbers are down, looks real lethargic, maybe Father Time's undefeated and it's knocking on his door and it's time for him. And then it's time for big die-hard fans like myself to just finally swallow the hard pill and go, you know what? I enjoyed watching LeBron James for those 10 years. Obviously, now he's time to go on retirement. But until that date, we'll just see. I can't get too heavy. Mm. I can't. I can't jump on that bandwagon of even getting too hot. I just got to wait and see. Um, but actually, MVP boys, I'm getting back on that. Uh, I'm going to take a divert, and I think I'm going to put Kyrie Irving in there, boys. Kyrie Irving came out and balled. He's going to be the star on that um, uh, Brooklyn team without KD there, so mm. it's going to be able to give uh, Kyrie a bit of shine. Um, I think he's going to really carry that team, so he's going to be my 2020 MVP prediction, boys, is Kyrie Irving.
2: Sorry, are you saying that only because he scored 50? Because you hate Kyrie Irving. No, sudden- not, not
1: for the... Actually, no, for, all of a sudden, I actually seen his, his pre-game speech, and he actually looks happy. He's content. He's gone back home. He's actually gone to an organisation that needed someone like himself. Um, and now that Katie's not there, the limelight's pretty much all on on Kyrie. Um, I don't know. What did, What did you guys What do you guys think now of looking at Brooklyn compared to this him being a Celtics uniform? Do you think it's just so, like more natural for Kyrie being in a Brooklyn Nets uniform?
2: So just before we jump on to that, uh, my uh-huh. MVP is Giannis. Oh, um, Giannis,
1: just, back to back.
2: Yeah, oh, mate. Did you uh, see him against Houston? He was hitting threes, hitting jump shots. Is yeah. You know, he's only going to get better. Um. So, but. Again, and no one's done back-to-back for a while, from my understanding, so he could be the first. Yeah. But, yeah, regarding about the smoothness, no, Ash, I don't agree with the Brooklyn Celtics. I think I think with Kyrie, I don't know. It just seems like he's, he's always okay at the beginning, and then he becomes a little bit unsettled. I have to see a little bit more to believe that. And regarding his smoothness and his play, I think he always looks smooth, no matter, even in the Celtics when he was playing. Yeah. Um, I felt that Celtics, that system, he still worked within that system very well, but they just all didn't play well at the same time. Um, so no to my answer, uh, my answer for you, Ash.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Mm. No, I think I, look, I, I can see where you're coming from, Ash. I think like he did, he did look good in that first game. Fifty is an amazing number to put up, um, and and like I like yeah, you're right, Money. Like I think he's, he's he does have a very like. Smooth, fluid game. Uh, to me, he always looks comfortable, no matter what team he's on, with the ball in his hands. I like him in Brooklyn, though. I think it's a probably a better fit. The thing that I worry about is, um, is really the he seems to me to put a lot of pressure on himself. So in that first game, he saw he missed that game winner. Um, it was a tough shot to try and take that. If he had hit that, that would have been one of the greatest game winners in, in NBA history, really. Um, and that he missed. He, was, he looked so, like he was being so hard on himself. And so I worry that like, the pressure on him without another star on the team is high, and I don't know that he performs that well in those circumstances. Um, in Cleveland, if he didn't perform, he had LeBron. In Boston, when he didn't perform, he didn't have anyone, and, and that's when it started to fall apart and he started being hard on his teammates. So I worry that in, in Brooklyn, that might still be the case. I think that if he's a little more zen, um, just focuses on what he, what he can control. He's an amazing player. He just has to let the game come to him and not force it. I think he was just forcing it too much in, in Boston. So, um, yeah, but yeah.
1: I think, I think, to say that, I think Kyrie, now that he, with the team, with the roster, he has minus KD. I think he has to score up in the thirty-five to 40 uh, for league. them to at least walk away with a win. Mm.
2: Um,
1: so... Look, as yet, I understand, Muddy, and I, I, do, I do believe he, he, there could be a back-to-back MVP in, in Giannis, but he's, his system is already is already working wonders. So I think if Irving can take that Brooklyn Nets team similar on that same level as Giannis, I think you mm. will see an MVP come in Kyrie. And yeah, I think maybe yeah. this is his year to really take it, because he's wanting that MVP. He's already got a chip. If
2: so
1: he can Harry. get that MVP, and now he's just really chasing that finals MVP. So well,
2: and that'll come well, well Ash, i probably I'll probably say he is going for it because K D is out this year. He's not gonna get it next year and the year after because K D is, you know, the best player um out of if those two. If he's, if he's healthy. If he's healthy. Um so I, I, I agree. If it is a year to win an MVP for Clary, it probably is this year. Yeah. Okay, boys,
1: okay. what about let's go Houston. We've seen the Houston matchup yesterday. Oh, disappointing. 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 Okay, so oh. I think I, I think I know. I agree with you there, Matty. It was disappointing to see them up 16 points with those two hustlers, and we know they've got they can just really take over a game just by themselves. But Giannis and his team wielded back from 16 down in the fourth oh. quarter, and they ended up winning it, I think, by five or six points. And I look, think, like look. you said, very disappointing.
2: Uh, wigs, wigs, oh, I'll let you know, brother. I rang Ash. i drive driving home from work. I'm distraught. I, I actually thought I had to pull over. I just said, bro, I know I don't ring much, but I'm going to ring. I'm just heartbroken with Houston. Like, it looked like they didn't really care, you know? Like, oh, I don't even know what to say. I was, I was really hurt, right? And, you know, yesterday, I know it's one game. And I'm going to get in trouble for this, but Harden is not a leader. He's not yeah, a
1: leader. I agree. I agree. And I agree. No, no, no. Right. No
2: trouble here. No, no, no. I think he's bottom. Mm.
1: Did you guys think, like, just watching the highlights and that, it, and Russ is only just new to the system and new to the, the, the franchise, but Russ looked like more of the leader than what Harden did. And Harden's been there for the last four years, five years, or whatever it is.
0: Maybe maybe the dynamic between those two is kind of impacted by their time in Oklahoma. You know, like so so when they were all when they were there together, you know, Harden was he was coming off the bench, he was he was the third option. Um, and now you know he went to Houston, he's the man there. Um, but maybe that dynamic between him and Russ is just one where he naturally takes you know a bit of a backseat to Russ. Because Russ is a big yeah. personality. He's he's a he's on the court. He's a, he's a monster. I don't think there's anyone who in in NBA history, in my opinion, who gives as much on the court as Russell Westbrook. So you know yes. the fact that he's just so dominating. hard his history of being that third wheel. Maybe there's mm-hmm. just a weird dynamic there, and he just naturally yeah. takes takes a
2: back seat. Yeah. Uh, look, I. Okay, I, I just, gotta, Oh, 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 look, I, I was more disappointed because I really thought that... Look, I love Harden. I I think he's one of the best offensive players I've ever seen. And he's still not moving, or not moving a lot. You know, like, he should be uh, a Steph and a Clay put together. You know, imagine him running off screens and Westbrook feeding him, and, you know, uh, uh, or he can just take it one-on-one off the dribble too. Like... I just felt that when Russ had the ball, he wasn't really interested, similar to CP3. Uh, maybe not to that level, um, mm. but it just seemed like he was just out on the side, not really moving, not really doing much. And um, they, Like Toby said, they're not going to win championships like that. Yeah. Anyway.
1: So so let's go on, on that. Where do Houston go? Say they get to the playoffs, like they struggle in it at fifth or sixth. And they get bailed out on either the first or second round. As a franchise, what do they do? Are they putting Harden on the chopping block? Depending on how Russ plays, is Russ their new franchise player? Like, where, do, where, do, what happens with with Houston? Because they are going to be in that in that realm come the back end of the season if it doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, I reckon Russ might be a bit of a backup plan for them. You know, they've had a few years with Harden in the driver's seat. Um, they've looked really... You know, they've, they've been competitive. They've been a force and just haven't been able to to make it in the end. The West is really tough, and we always talk about that, but it just is. And so it's not also... You know, there are lots of other teams that look good and try really hard and don't make it. But for some reason, it's a much bigger disappointment when when the Rockets don't, don't quite make it. Um, so maybe he's a bit of a backup plan. I think that they're just going to take some time to figure things out, even though that's just really all they've done is you know they they lost cp3 which is probably addition by subtraction um and you know they added rust it's really just one player um, the rest of the team's more or less the same but it's a big play- he's a big player like i think it's it's just it's such a big and significant change that they're just going to have to like just get used to it for a while so i don't know that we're going to know uh, maybe in a month month and a half will get a good sense of where they're at, and and rockets rockets. I think they just need to be patient, and if they are going to think about personnel changes, I think the you know all these teams need to start thinking about whether DeAnthony's like system is 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 one that works. I mean, he wins okay in the regular season. His system is proven to not be able to win in, in playoffs and finals. So, you know, at what point does he change that up, or what point do an NBA team stop hiring him because um, you know it's just silly.
2: Yeah, look, you you pretty much is, uh, took the words out of my mouth. I don't think it's so, a... Look, Harden had a terrible game, by the way, too. Like, he shot poorly. Um, and, you know, if, if and, and they only lost by six. Um, so, individually, we know he's going to get better. I think personnel is fine, but the coach, the system needs to change a bit, get Harden a little bit more off the ball, a um, little bit more movement. And I... And again I think you wouldn't change the personnel because they have got good players and like Ash is saying we're back into the um, you know era of duros duo so that means that anyone can really win if you have a good you know one two punch and Houston's got that but I think the coach needs to, needs to change from one game that I've seen so far things can change but I'd say coach change is what's needed <laughs> Maybe
1: Ty Lue. Ty Lue, can step up in the in the Houston Rockets' uh, coaching system. I think that'd Stop be a it. good good pickup. <laughs> anyway, he's uh, he's assisting on trying to bring LeBron James down with the Clippers, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Come the uh, back end of the season. Okay, boys, any other week topics you thought you'd want to bring up and then discuss? Okay, oh, actually, Look. a good one. Golden State, <laughs> Golden State, okay. going from the iceberg top team to now being average Joes, watching them yesterday, it just looked weird uh, and we've just come off like, you know, three or four, four, four seasons of them just being the elite team and just seeing them now, it's like, put them back in the realm of, uh, you know, like the Timberwolves. What are your
2: thoughts? Do you want to start this off, Wigs, or you want me to go? No, you go, mate. Look, I'm not worried about Golden State. One little, little, single, minute bit. They are (laughs) going to be fine. I actually like what I saw with a team who has been pretty much destroyed by trades and injuries. Overall, I'm not worried. I think um, once uh, D'Lo and Curry gets a little bit... like Again, Curry had a poor game. He shot very poorly. What was it? Two for 11, for three... Um, D-Lo had a reasonable game, you know, for his first true game in the NBA with the GSW. Um, overall, I'm not worried, boys. Once Clay gets back, d is within yeah. the system. I mean, yep. don't worry. Agreed.
1: Agreed. And even, Muddy and saying that their system, they're, like, just watching them yesterday, the ball movement, they were getting open looks. And I'm like, yeah. man, for a new team, getting open looks, if they did have Clay, I'd probably have to say they'd finish either in the top three. If they had clay this season they would have easily finished top three in the west um and i reckon and still scoring with curry you know curry being your elite scorer and your superstar and still walking away with 122 points like that's not Mm. bad their system's still still crisp their ball movement draymond's the engine and like i said if they had clay it would be good night for the uh for the bottom the bottom eight or the bottom four sorry
0: I, I worry about them for this season. I think you're right. If they had Clay, they'd be a competitor. There'd be no doubt about it because Clay can... All right, let me take a step back. The team that they have at the moment, I think D'Lo is a legit scorer. I, I, I really like him. I liked him when he was at the Lakers. Um, I was a little bit sad when when he left, but I think he needed that to mature. I don't think he has. He's confident. He looked really confident. Um, and i think that he's a good scorer i think he's a good scorer for the warriors because he, he's not just a three-point gun even though i mean he is he can shoot from behind the arc but he can create his own shot in a way that's really exciting and that's really useful for them um, without clay and with this whole thing about steph being like the primary scorer and the man now uh that worries me because i like and i've said it before i think he's a choker i don't think he's his prime time when he's the one that needs to be prime time with clay on the court Steph's more reliable with uh, without any of that backup. He's just not, he, he's, he's really, really good. If his team's up by 15, but if his team is down by five, he's not the guy you want to be your main guy. And so what, and the, and the other thing that worries me is their depth. So even if they had clay, which they've said he's out for the season, even if they had clay, they don't have a bench and, and I don't think that they'd be able to compete with, you know, half the, half the teams in the West just because of that depth when it comes to the playoffs. And so what, got to, what, what I worry about is, like, in a matchup with, say, like the Clippers, who's going to play defense on, on, on Kawhi? And 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 so let's say it's Draymond, okay. So then who's going to play defense on PG? And so who's going to play? Like you look at the Lakers, who who how are they going to defend that? The the Warriors just have no they've got no defense and they've got no bench. And so for this season, I think that I, I had I was was excited, muddy like you pointed out when in the chat, I had them in the top four. After seeing them and after thinking about it a little bit, and I'm not I just I just don't see it. I just I don't think their system is strong enough, and I don't think Steph's as, as big enough of a star to get them, to get, you know, to make them competitive
2: mm. this season. Yeah. And, and, and look, I see that point and, and, and that could possibly true be, be true. It could actually work the other way whereby Steph had never even been in the opportunity. had this opportunity to be by himself before because he's always mm. had clay and always yeah. had, you know, Draymond. And then and you, so and then KD. We, yeah. So we don't actually know if he can or can't really, because, He'd never been in that position. So this year you're right, we're gonna see if he actually truly can. I think another thing is because a lot of the teams and players and systems have changed, the only con- uh, the, the only constant system is really GSW to a degree, right? Um, um so when you get into the big games and things get a bit nervous and butterflies, you know, go up and down, the Warriors are just cycling through. Um, so maybe they can actually grind out more games um, than others because of their you know, systems that have been in place for many, mm. many years. But again, time will tell. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, boys, let's talk about some uh, unrestricted free agents that are not signed quickly before we wrap it up. Look, we've got some got Jamal Crawford sitting on the sidelines. We obviously know we've got Camelo. What are some free agents that you guys know of that should be signed and where? You know, Iggy, for instance, you know, Iggy's quite not on. A, he's on a roster, but he's not quite playing um, with the Grizz. You know, there's speculation of him maybe coming to LA, whether it's the Clippers or the Lakers. So, just, just, just on that topic, boys, some uh, unrestricted, some free agents that aren't even signed. Where would they fit?
0: Well, i think like there's, it's really interesting. There's some real talent out there this year. Unsigned And it's, it's kind of surprising. I, and I'd, I'd count Iggy as being unsigned in a way, even though he's, he's got a contract. Um, you know, between... You know, Crawford's getting older. So, in a way, maybe it's not surprising he's unsigned. You know, they're all kind of aging players, I suppose. These, these sort of three that we might talk about. Crawford, Carmelo, and Iggy. Um, but they're still very talented. And they've, I think they've still got a lot to bring. Um, to be honest with you, at this stage of the season, I don't have any opinions on... on where they they could fit in. I saw a okay. report that if if he gets released, um, Igudala would re-sign with the Warriors. But then I saw I've seen some other reports that said that Clippers or Lakers would be his likely choices. Um, yep. Carmelo, it's kind of sad to say that maybe he's just not going to get a contract. And uh, LeCrawford I think will probably end up getting signed, and it might be somewhere. You know, it'll probably be because a team like Detroit or Timberwolves or somewhere like that ends up with an injury and they need someone off the bench or something like that. They just need another player. Um, but, yeah, this stage in the season, I think it's just it's too hard for me to say where where these guys might fit best.
2: Yeah, I'm probably the same with your wigs. But if I had to pick one team where all those three could go and be of some value but also... Um, the, uh, don't say it. The, don't but, say but, it. But also, the teams wouldn't be, I guess, uh, 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 you know, in a position whereby they wouldn't be they'll be worst off is Clippers. Like you could put all those three into the Clippers, you know, roster, mm. and I, 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 I don't think Clippers would be worse, and I don't think they'll be worse as players. So overall, I reckon that at, at this early stage, what a couple of games have been played, Clippers. <laughs> Because they're so deep, anyway.
1: I thought you were going to say the Lakers.
2: Look, or oh, 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 Atlanta. Oh, here we go, <laughs> the dark horse. They yeah, they definitely don't need
1: Mellow. Um, but look, if I was just you know on Iggy, um, yeah. Look, those guys, like you were saying, those three, um, they could be useful anywhere with any team. They're obviously great scorers. Uh, one's a really crappy defender. Um, but I think Iggy coming at, like me put it, putting myself in his shoes at his age, you know, he's been to the top. He's been with the, the greatest team that's ever been assembled in the Golden State Warriors with Durant. Um, he's won championships. Looking at his age, I think he's up around that 30, 34 to 36 bracket. Look, why not? If you know you're coming to LA, why not go and play with LeBron James? See what all the hype is about. Everyone talks about <laughs> him. Everyone talks about him being a great. He's just out of this world. He, you know, you hear all these veterans that say it that LeBron's on a different level. Go and play with it. See what it's like. Uh, you know, possibly win another chip. Take a back seat. You're not having to do much. Well, I think if he was to go to the Clippers, they will be asking a little bit too much out of uh, out of Iggy. Um, like, hey, would I think we've said this all before. That could be possibly the greatest defensive team we ever see if he went to the Clippers. Um, but I think they'll be just asking a little bit too much for from uh, Iggy being at his age um, and with his uh, track record of injuries. Um, yeah, and that's 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 pretty much me, boys, on the on the free agent part.
2: Cool, okay. cool. Great. Have we got anything else, or is that a wrap up for today? I've got no, I have got nothing. Oh, well, look, I have one more interesting subject. Let's only spend a minute each on this, okay? And then we'll wrap it up. All right. What's your opinion? Okay. I love Vince Carter. I think he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good topic, but, me, Good topic. But, guys, all this hype around Vince Carter being, you know, in four different well, – what, is he's four different generations now that he's played in and, you know – Retire, he's Vince. Retire. And, oh, man. It's just, you know, like – and I guess the reason is because no one talks about the MJ years when he was, you know, 38 to 40 playing with the Wizards, still scoring, you know, 50 point games, and like that guy was a beast, you know, like he was still he was still outshining Vince at that when Vince was in his prime when Jordan was 38, 39, 40. Um, and now we're talking about Vince, in this, you know, is he half man or half amazing? Well. You know, we retire. we don't give Jordan, we don't give Jordan near that amount of respect in his wizard year. So I'm sort of a bit over that subject, to be honest. Now I'm hearing you, Muddy. My, uh, I've
1: got 60 seconds on the clock, and I'll go. Look, Vince, you should have retired fucking like, like at least three to four years ago. You're taking up a rookie spot. Um, you know, some great generational player possibly is missing a chance because you've taken the spot. I hope he doesn't get a a farewell tour like Dwayne Wade did. I uh, hope he gets, like, a Paul Pierce kind of, kind of send-off.
2: Oh, he, wow. That's he should have he,
1: he, he left ages ago, boys.
0: He should have left ages ago. <laughs> you fellas are unbelievable. The disrespect for one of... He's got to be, like, let's, let's be, like, real. In terms of shooting guards, there's not... It's not a long list of really, really great shooting guards. I mean, there's virtually none of them. There's, like two or three great shooting guards in the league for the last few years. Vince Carter, I think, had a huge impact on the game. I think he was, at one time, one of the best shooting guards in the league. Half man, half amazing. One of the the, the greatest dunker of all time, in my opinion. I can't believe you guys. That's unbelievable. And don't I, don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy don't that it. giving someone praise takes praise away from someone else. I don't think we can say that praising Vince Carter or congratulating him for a really long doing what no other the, the longevity that he has right no other player in history has played for for this long he's and he's fit. he's still throwing it down he can still contribute he's got so much experience he'd be a great locker room guy and just we, should, we shouldn't congratulate him because we don't we're not giving enough <laughs> praise to jordan the jordan no, who he, no one would ever say anything bad about jordan
2: he's he could have played for another 10 years if he wanted to Oh, if
0: if he's played five minutes off the bench, that dude was. I mean, well, he was that's falling what apart. sort of
2: doing, bro. He played like five but minutes off the bench. Than... But he's in way better
0: shape. But in way better shape. And I don't. And I also don't buy that there's other better players like waiting who are unsigned. You're talking about Joe Johnson who just got cut by Detroit. Like I was just looking at the at the free agent list. There's no one there that is would be kind of like a better fit in, than than Vince Carter. I don't buy it. You guys are off your heads. So you're oh, telling I, me – okay, it. okay, quickly, who would take Mallow currently or
1: Vince Carter? Oh, Mallow. i will take Mallow. and Vince Carter. Yep, i right will take Mallow any day.
2: Yep. Vince Carter. Oh, you're, you're off your rocket. No, he's
0: a better dude. He's a better dude. He's oh, a better so – Oh, now it's
2: about dudes and not about
0: basketball. He, des- he, he deserves to have a good send-off. He's been a good player in the league. He's been someone – I think he's played the right way he's 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 never had yeah, like I agree. he's never I agree had with like that. any I like no, i could be wrong but maybe maybe he has but i don't know about it but uh, there's never been any like major off-court issues like you know he's got anyway he's he's just he's a good dude he's played the right way he's he's a good guy the longevity is amazing no one else in history has done it like uh, you guys
2: i'm upset <laughs> All right, boys. Okay. That's, we've wrapped it
1: up. We've wrapped it up. Let's not make Wigs cry. Let's keep him. Let's yeah, keep
2: him. Yeah, yeah, it's 60 minutes, not 60 seconds. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: All right, boys. That's it. Any shout-outs quickly, let's go. Get him off. Get him off
2: your chest. Yeah, yeah. Look, shout-out to Scarsie. Enjoy your movie, buddy. You're kidding. <laughs> All right. My turn. Shout-out
0: to uh, VC, Vince Carter. Have a great season, buddy. You deserve a great send-off. And, uh, you know, (laughs) equal to any send off Jordan would have got. So, um, enjoy, my friend. (laughs)
2: Wow. He loves Cody.
0: All right,
1: boys. My shout out goes to us, uh, us pod members. Uh, Good to be back with you. Looking forward to kicking off this uh, duo season of superstars. Uh, It's going to be good, boys. Uh, We're back. Uh, All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in with uh, NBA at Home with the Boys. Catch us on the next pod, episode number two. Coming at you. Bye. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Stay healthy.
2: healthy. Stay, well. he- <laughs> Stay healthy